This is Lil. And this is Tam. And we're the Barely Bougie Mamas. So, updates. What's going on with you? How's your sugars? Actually, I haven't heard you talk about it at all. I know, but actually I've still been, I'm still doing really good. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I... Um, I forgot there's a Jamba Juice on next to my job uh-huh. down the street and around the corner. And I was like, oh, I can do Jamba Juice, right? Like, it's sugar and it's juice, but it's better than going to get a cupcake from the other place that's around the corner and down the street from the, the mm-hmm. job. So I've been doing that for the last couple of days, although that's an expensive habit because Jamba Juice ain't cheap. You don't like water? No, I drink water and all the rest of that stuff, but... When I'm like craving Sugars. sugar, mm-hmm. Jamba Juice is a good way to cut it. I uh, cut out dairy. Oh yeah. This last cool. like, I mean, I guess I have to say it in a, like in a, my kind of way. I cut out dairy like, I'm not eating cheese. Okay. But I'll still eat a cake that was made with an egg. Well, yeah. Like that, that kind. I'm count. not cutting dairy out in that capacity. You're not going all out to cut out dairy. No, like I'm just not gonna eat cheese. Uh-huh. I think that's it. I mean, and I do, you know. I got some oat milk and some almond milk from my cereal and stuff uh-huh. like that. But other than that, you know, just no cheese. No more melted cheese on stuff and oh, stuff. Oh, but that's so good. It's not anymore. It starts to gross me out. Oh, see. It made my stomach hurt, like, looking at it. I was like, I don't want that. I could see that. Um, How's your mom? She's all right. This is, you know, it's such a long process. Yeah, that you can't that I don't stay even know how high. to answer it. Because people have been asking me, oh, is your mom better? And I don't want to tell them that they're better because she's better because that's not the real answer. Right. And then I'm like, do you really need to know my mom's whole medical health and history? No. So, she's all right. Like, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. The answer is she's recovering. Yeah, I, I, so I've said, she's all right, it's a process, it's going to be a while, we still in the woods. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, you know, I see a light. I be making up stuff, I say shit. Yeah, because I would think, she going to be here, she yeah. going to be here. I know. I, well, you who going to cut this? Who going to trim all of this? Me. Okay. Now you mess me up, now I got to wait till 250. Yeah, those would be the kind of things I would say to people who ask me how folks are doing. Shut up. I guess now I got to leave it in. Because ain't nobody going to know why you laughing. <laughs> well, because listen, the beauty of our podcast is the different recording environments and spaces. Because this one is going to sound totally different than the last one. And the last one sounded absolutely different than the one before that. Yeah, I know. And then I think the one before that... Was in the car. Oh, so yeah. like <laughs> we we you know what we mix it. Shush. We mixing it up for everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it it's real life, right? <laughs> there go my refrigerator. See, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, um, I do want to say thank you to the people who have been listening. And giving us feedback. Yes. Have you been getting some feedback? I have. I have been getting some feedback, some very encouraging feedback. Because, you know, right now we just like talking into the ether. We don't know 
There's nobody here. There's no live studio audience to tell us if if it's good or is this, bad. Is this enjoyable? Right? But a lot of people have been saying good things about it. Yeah, I got um I had a, I had one of my friends listen. He's a guy. I have, okay, so I'm start so the black people that are listening. <laughs> Just an update. Just an update. Um, the black folks, my black friends that are listening, are guys, See. and that's so interesting. I do have a lot of male friends, right? Um, but they're listening and they're enjoying it. They're like into it. So shout out to y'all for um, you know caring what women say. Well, that's good. Most of the people that are listening it listening to it are women. Most of my friends, of course. Are women. And actually, one of my girlfriends had her husband listened to the first one. He was like, "This shit ain't for me. This for you." And he, said, <laughs> and he was like, "Tell Liliana, I said good luck." But <laughs> he like tapped out. out. He don't know what he's missing. I know. My friends are like, "You guys are funny." See. So just for the you know um, something to listen to and laugh with we right. got the conversation and the jokes and i think um the oh the good thing is that we are um we are having fun so for the most part right yeah i mean you know i'm still enjoying it i know because tamra ain't gonna do nothing she don't enjoy <laughs> <laughs> hashtag facts <laughs> wait uh, um full stop right <laughs> Shut up taking my phrases. Oh, girl, I put it in an email. No, you didn't. Listen. <laughs> listen. So, um, I'm really trying to grow. Okay. You know, just overall, mm-hmm. right? Shouldn't everybody be trying to grow? So, my pettiness will still be a part of me. But I'm like, petty, I don't want to be petty. And I don't want my kids to see me be petty. And I don't want pettiness to be a part of your persona my children's lives persona just anybody like i don't want to make it seem like being petty is all right however being petty is necessary sometimes that's why i said however my nigga because in this situation there was a situation where my feelings was hurt and they were so hurt that i couldn't like react in a like, cuss, right, cuss, cuss, cuss. Right, right. I was sad, girl. I was sad. Oh. So then I started trying to figure out how to talk to the person and tell them that I was sad. Mm-hmm. But I realized that I was still too sensitive and sad to do that. So I started writing an email. And emails are cool because you could be low key petty in an email. Right. So I put full stop <laughs> in the email. <laughs> <laughs> so you saying full stop is petty? Oh yeah, in the sense that I used it. Oh, in the oh. She, she, I said, I said, I said, I, I, I made a requ- I made a request slash demand of something that I wanted to happen, and then I put a period, and then after the period in parentheses, I put full stop. <laughs> Was this a business email or a private? Well, listen, nigga, everything is business. You know what I mean, and everything is private. So it's just like it's my business, <laughs> right? <laughs> but. It is what it is. <sighs> so some good updates. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, we had parent-teacher conference. Oh, wow. I love it. It went really well. You like the teachers? Uh, yeah, it went really well. I mean, I went to the two young, my two younger daughters' parent-teacher conference, and their teachers were, were perfectly fine. Um, my little one, my three-year-old. 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 Third grader. Okay. <laughs> She was like, 
the week before, she says, so, mommy, they are going too slow in math. These kids don't even know how to regroup, and they just started a raise. Mo adding and subtracting with two numbers, like two-digit numbers, and multiplication. That's what regrouping an array is. Okay. <laughs> right? Because yeah, what? Like, what are you talking about? And uh, so she was like, yeah, I am not. I learned this stuff at the end of first grade, beginning of second grade. This is too slow. So I, I told her teacher. I was like, Karina is finding this math to be too slow. She knows all these things and she's ready to go. She, you know. So the teacher was like, oh, well, she's not disruptive in class. I was like, well, she's not an ass. She's going to sit in class. She's going to participate and not be yeah, disruptive. I, she's telling me and I'm telling you. Right? So the teacher says, well, of course, you know, they always got excuses. And she, well, not excuses, but reasons. We'll call it reasons. Because I don't want to be on the negative. But she said, uh, <laughs> today, she said, um, they're going slow with it because this is a critical year and they really need to understand number set. They need to have a really good number sense, um, before she, she doesn't want to rush through it. So, so essentially she's dragging the, the faster kids to keep up with the, the slower kids. So she says she's going to break them up into groups. And that's when she'll be able to give Karina more. So, this week, I guess, hmm. she's going to do it. So Then that's a resolution. That's a... That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's a resolution. So, um, but, and JoJo was fine. And Ari... Hmm? <laughs> I didn't, I hadn't heard anything about her parent-teacher conference. And so I went to her middle school, one of the middle school teachers, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, we set out tables and the kids have all their work displayed and um, they go through it with you and the teachers are just there if you have any questions or comments. So this is a student-led conference. So like I came open house. Open house, kind of. So I came home and I was like, Ari, so when's your um, parent-teacher conference? Oh, yeah, it's tomorrow. So when were you going to tell me about it? Well, I didn't quite understand what it was. I was going to tell you. Yeah, so middle school, I've noticed this with middle school. Um, it's such a big jump. That they leave it up to the kids. And, and it's unfair. Like, just, I'm not trying to baby our children, right? right. But last year, literally... Last school year, they were given a paper for everything. And, they, and the paper said, give this to your parents. And it said, this is what you do here, and we're going to go here, and this is what you're going to do. And some of the kids knew what was supposed to happen, and some kids just handed you the paper. Now, in middle school, the expectation is that you just are in the fucking know. Well, I think sixth grade should not actually be middle school. I agree. Because they're they're really not old they're enough. They're not old to, enough. Uh, old enough to do it. Um, there's a there has to be a process, and if in fifth grade they're not doing the process to get them ready for it, in sixth grade, then in sixth grade they're just there feeling like lost little puppies or something like lost little medium puppies, not little. They're not. They're not quite little. Lost and, people. <laughs> lost ones. They 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 walk around like the lost ones. Yeah. You, yo. Halloween. Let me tell you. So, 
Last year, elementary school, Halloween, what do you do? You bring your little outfit to school, you change into it at a certain time, and, and you then parade. you're done, and you yeah. parade. In middle school, it's not like that. What is it in middle school? You just wear your costume to school. All day? And you just, that's it. Oh. And you wear it to school all day. Isn't that what you did in middle school? I don't know. I'm 41 years old. <laughs> literally no memory of that you know THC like come on I have no clue um but so the night before Halloween he's like do I take my clothes with me or do I just wear it and now luckily his sister is in the same school-ish you know it's a big Uh campus since it's K through 12 and she's like, you wear it. You wear it all day. And then there's going to be a parade. The parade is at 8.50. And we get to walk around. And the older kids are going to give us candy. Like, she's breaking it down. Because she's, Cause she's in the, elementary. And the, and the teacher explained it. In full, full, full detail for the elementary kids. And they ha- she has her one teacher. He's in middle school. I think he has three teachers. Yeah. And the homeroom teacher, I thought the homeroom. I remember homeroom being like the base. Right. Where, where they found tell out you everything. everything. And so either he talking, he not paying attention, or he not paying attention, or he pays attention and is just not retaining it. I don't know, but I do agree that middle school, sixth grade, sixth grade they're really still ready. babyish. They bit. they really shouldn't be. Like at the school, the one thing I have to say about the school Ari was in last year, which went from K to twelve, and K through six was considered elementary. Still, um, they only had two teachers, and they were doing what you think should be done. They were gradually allowing the children to be in charge of their own things. Yeah, being a little more responsible. Being a little, little bit, bit more bit. responsible. Like things like the teacher would say, put your homework in the on the, my desk. And if you didn't put it in on her desk by the time she picked it up, then you didn't get to, turn, you in get your, to turn it in your points. But she would still let you come and say, oh, I forgot. Here's my homework. You know, there was... There was more yeah. elementary kind of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. You know, as opposed to like elementary, something like that. The teacher would collect the homework and check your name off. and You're like, okay, oh, Liliana, go get yours from your backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the teacher's like, homework goes here. We over here doing something else. Yep. And if I, by the time I turn around and pick up homework, yours not there, you didn't do it. Yeah, I know. So... so. That's, I, did you go to the parent? Did you go to the conference? No, Nick ended up going because I had something else to do huh. that day. Hmm. So he says it went fine, but I did not get to inspect as I like to inspect. <laughs> it's good for you. I've been having to deal with that. Like they also, um, like they're selling. They sold Halloween grams or something at the uh-huh. school, and there's a a fundraiser coming up where they're gonna go to like a little game thing. And with me not being in charge of the school anymore, I feel like I don't know anything. Well, shoot. They had a fall festival this last um, week, this last Saturday. You know what I did? I signed up on Sign Up Genius. I showed up and I left. Oh. That's what I did. I I was not in charge. People were like, do you know where the... Mm -mm. Nope, don't know. Just here helping. Just here. This is all I can do. I'm a body taking money, putting it, putting things to the side. Yeah. That that's it. So far, I haven't done that. I just been at this job. So. See, mine is closer. Yeah, I get that. Ooh, my oxtail was on point, right, Ari? The oxtail. Did you only have two, two pieces? Listen, two. at five ninety nine a pound, you bitches are only getting two. You better eat that rice. <laughs>
forget we were in Nigeria, okay? <laughs> we're in Nigeria. My old privileged ass four year old, he's four at the time. We get served stew. And he's like, Mama, I don't have a whole piece of chicken. I need a whole chicken. I need a whole chicken. Because it was, he's used to at least having, a, you know, at home you get a chicken leg, a full yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah. This time. They cut it and they gave him a half a thigh or something. No, it was, it was half a chicken leg. You ever seen somebody cut a chicken leg in half? No. In yeah. Nigeria they do. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? I used to tell this story all the time. So, in Nigeria, when I seen them cut up a chicken, I felt like I had never cut a chicken before. Because when you cut up a chicken, it's what? Eight pieces. Yeah. Right? That's four pieces. Four on each side, so it's yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. She got about 16 pieces. Oh, yeah, because you don't have, the breast doesn't have to be that big. Oh, and I think the breast was at least three. Yeah. On, yeah. The, on the breast. Uh, the wing was split. The leg was cut into two. I was like, how you cut the leg into two? The bottom one. Who get that part at the bottom? You know, meat <laughs> down there. Because people actually eat the bone and the, the marrow. The bristle and the marrow. Yeah. So that piece is like a treasured piece, too. Yeah, yeah. So here go my son. I need more meat. I'm like, shut up. This is, this is that's it. Like, yeah. Everybody has to eat. Yeah, the Eat whole... Eat the rice. Right? Eat the rice. There's rice and beans. You better... <laughs> you better eat it. You better get yourself together. Yeah, my kids don't know how to eat in the third world either. <laughs> they don't. They're so... They're kind of bougie-ass kids. You know what? I also notice my bougie kids. They don't... They will just not eat if... It's not to their liking. Yeah. Yeah. And JoJo so, loses so much weight when we go to Honduras. Because she just won't eat the food? She won't eat some Some of the things. food she just won't eat? Yep. Hilarious. I know. Like, should we beat them? No. Shouldn't whoop them into making them eat the food? No. No. No, no that's not. No. But I, I felt like I didn't have that choice. I remember my mom going on diets. She oh. was going on, like, Hollywood diets, and it was like... No it, food in the house? No, it was only diet food. And then, uh-huh. like, everything was measured. Like, six ounces of chicken breast. Oh. 12 ounces of broccoli with a squirt of lemon juice on it. Now, I was a kid. And so, since she was doing that, I just wanted to do what my mom was doing. Oh. So, mm-hmm. I ate the diet food. And so, then it came that she just was buying all the diet food because she knew I was going to eat it with her. But that wasn't no, that wasn't smart. No, that wasn't a real. That wasn't. That wasn't for a growing child. I grew fine. But, because she didn't stay on the diet as long. <laughs> I love you, mama. <laughs> but, um, so. No, I don't, I don't beat them. I didn't, I didn't beat them for yeah. it. But, like, it was, I didn't realize how privileged they were until we sat down with one of my, the little cousins. And he sat down with his breakfast plate, which was eggs, beans, um, some kind of vegetable, um, I forgot what else, right? And grits or porridge or some kind of porridge. And he sat down and he cleaned that fucking plate. It was clean. Like you He all, ate every piece of food on the plate. Every piece of food on the plate. You could take it to the to the sink and just rinse it off and you'd be good for the next the next meal. My kids, I sit them down with just a little bit of grease. Uh, little. Just a little bit. What's this? I don't want this. Who said I can? Why? I didn't say I wanted this. What is this? And then picking at it. And then talking about I'm done with a whole Whole plate plate left. And talking about, so my kids. And so I realized it. It was the top of this year. We went to a, um, 
a, um, a Kwanzaa, the the first day of the year, like the festival, the fe- right. the feast day, right? Right. And one of my homegirls, who's you know her children are older than mine, or her oldest are older, whatever. And one of her oldest says, "Mom, somebody threw away a whole slice of cake." <sighs> Who would dare? And she was like, "And you know," and then her, she says to her son, "Well, you know, some people are wasteful like that. You know, don't, don't trip. Like, just it's not your it. house. Just kind of leave it." I said, "I looked at, I looked at my homegirl, and I looked at her son. I said, what kind of cake was it? Because I just knew <laughs> in my heart.'" <laughs> Whatever kind of cake it was, I called my daughter and I said, did you finish your cake? And she says, I didn't like it. I said, so what did you do? I threw it in the trash. She said, I put it in the trash. Mm-hmm. I was like, you threw a whole slice of cake in the trash and we're at a party. Didn't even right. offer it to anybody. Didn't think to offer it to anyone. Didn't think to bring it back to me. Right, right. And we're at this big party and we did start to run out of Cake. So, I mean, I've spent this now, that was the top of the year, and it stuck in my mind as a, ooh, that's my kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, what can we do? And so, I've just been trying to work on it, because it's also like not being a short-order cook at home either. Right. So, I'm like, I'm you're going to eat what I cook, but don't take what you're not going to eat. Right. Oh, my kid, my oldest has the same issue. She her. What? What did they? What did my mother used to say? Your eyes are bigger, bigger than, than, your than your stomach. Than your stomach. Hey, at least. But that's an update. Yeah. So where do you want to start with colorism? You were going to start with a story about your child. Your. It's not really a childhood. It's kind of a twenties. Go ahead. So. Um, in 2005, I traveled to South Af- South Africa, um, doing poetry. Mm-hmm. And so I think before going, I thought that colorism was just a black thing, black folks in and, America. And, and I probably did think it was, I don't know if I thought it was just America. I just thought it was a black people thing that black folks are still caught up with light skin and dark skin. It was a black thing. And I didn't, I don't think, and this is 2005, so that's not even... Um, that long ago. Right. So, it should be like... One love. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is that that wasn't that long ago, and I wasn't that, I was already slightly woke. I've been, in quotations, <laughs> woke since like 95, 96, is okay. when I, when I kind of got knowledge of self and kind of got into that realm I guess you would uh-huh. say right of consciousness and so you would think I would know better right I get to South Africa and we go to Constitution Hill which is um, the prison that Nelson Mandela was kept in mm-hmm. and they showed us that there were three different cells so even as a prisoner you were segregated you were treated differently mm-hmm. and the cells were by light skin or white folks mm. and then mixed people and then all black people. and then the black people so i think america has an issue because we call mixed kids mixed or like they don't have an actual race 
Yeah. They have to choose one or one the other. And the other. But like in Kenya, where my husband's from, they have a race. They are called Nusu Nusu. Oh, really? And that's that's white and white African? and African, white and black. Uh huh. You know, so that they have a label, right? Good or bad labeling there's people. Label. Yeah. There's a label for them to claim, where they don't necessarily have to banish being white or banish that they're black, but they you are, Nusu Nusu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are half. Yeah. So. The idea that, you know, they have a white cell and then a mixed, mixed cell, cell or a nusu nusu cell and then an all black cell, that that doesn't surprise me in, in Africa. The only reason it surprised me because I was like, damn, mm. even in Africa and even in jail, in prison, oh, yeah. we ain't all equal in prison even? No, white, the white prisoners are a little bit better than you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, are you light skin? Or are you brown skin? I did not think I was any kind of skin. I like we talked about with the friends episode where Oh, what what episode was that? I don't so know. So somebody can go back to it. Like 11 or 12. No, I think it wasn't it was the friends? Or yeah. School. No, that was friends. How many? Oh, oh, some of my friends, some of my best friends are white. white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that episode. Um, <laughs> so, Liliana. So, Liliana never perceived herself as anything but a black girl. Okay. Not a light-skinned black girl, not a dark-skinned black girl. I mean, like, or n- the reason is that I grew up around a lot of Nusu Nusu or mixed kids. Okay. So, in my head, they were light-skinned. Okay. I was not. Okay. And my mother is dark skin. My br- one of my brothers is dark skin, but me and my two other sisters are about the same complexion. So I don't know. I just didn't think that much about it, but there's a cute little story that my brother who was 5 years older than me went with my mom to one of her maternity checkups. And he looked around the room and all the black babies were crying and none of the white babies were crying. And he said, Mommy, you need to have a white baby so that That's so funny. <laughs> and then I come out and I'm all pale right. and light. Mm, and so, she's like winning. Boom, there you go. <laughs> That's funny. So I guess I did know I was lighter than my mother and my brother. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't experience the privilege of being white until I went back east to DC like the I got more hollas mm-hmm. I got um, treated better at like restaurants and stuff than my dark skin friends because mm-hmm. like I was with one of my girlfriends in Rhode Island her entire family is dark skin her mother and her two sisters and she and her sister dark skin so we're in the mall, and I'm like, gosh, I need some water. And her mom was like, well, they usually charge you. I think you told this story. Yeah. They usually charge you a quarter for the water. I was like, oh, okay, you know. And you got your quarter ready. Right. And I went over, and I said, can I have some water, please? And he's like, yeah, sure, here you go. And I come back, and she was like, did they charge you? I says, no. And I, that this is college, right? So I'm like 18, 19. And she gave me a look, but I didn't interpret that look until like 10 years later or something when I was like, Oh, uh-huh. Oh, 
Oh, because again, I still was not perceiving myself as as a light a privileged light skin in the situation. Well, so I have so many opinions, man. Where should we start? So, in my school, there weren't. So, growing up in where I was growing up, there wasn't a lot of black kids. Mm-hmm. So, in comparison with the other black girls. I was like I was fairer skin, mm-hmm. and I even have trouble with the words. You'll notice me stumbling on saying light skin or dark skin. I don't even I can't even finish saying dark skin because I thought dark skin was one thing. Like I think that that's I think it's a stupid thing. I just think it's stupid because either you're brown or you're darker brown or you're brown you're you're purple you're purple brown or you're blue brown. But it's not just saying dark because that's relative. Right. right. Which is how come I don't feel like exactly because it's relative because it's relative yeah. because in my mind, I'm just fair. Mm-hmm. Right. But to another family that where everyone is maybe a chocolate brown, You're I'm light skinned, light skinned, light skinned. But then my dad my dad is is the light. My dad is so light that he doesn't have that separation between the palm of your hand and the top uh, of your uh-huh. hand. They're both the same color. The top right. of his hand and the bottom of his hand are all the same color. So that was an identifying factor for me that he was light skinned. I didn't even think about that. That's I never. I've never actually thought about that. I come from a bunch of shit, you know. Like, <laughs> I, like <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of. It's a lot of. There's a lot of color issues in my background. I think. Because so that's my dad who's super super light and felt like he was, you know, the bee's knees. Well, because he was a light skinned man, and, and he had colored eyes, uh, oh, green uh, hazelless oh, eyes. Oh, oh, see, he and, was a and, prize. And six six two. How many kids he got? Four. How many baby mamas? Two. two oh wow. Mm-hmm. You sure? I don't know. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Because there could have been some that just didn't get put on him. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, he was the light-skinned dude, the tall, light-skinned dude with the color eyes, woo 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 And at that time, the the way that black folks' minds were working, I think everybody wanted a light baby, so they wanted the light-skinned dude, right? No, that was a time period, though. That was a time period. Because there 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 is, as you and I both know, there is something to having to being light skinned, there is a commodity in that. You just yeah. talked about it. Yeah. Where mixed kid, you know, mixed race, or you know, the lighter you get, the the better off you are. The better, the more things you get, the less oppression you feel. Not that you don't feel oppression, but that you feel less. Really? Oh yes. I'm I'm oblivious. I'm oblivious. I'm oblivious to this it. This is why I wanted a dark skinned girl on the on the program. But dark skinned girl ain't on this show. This show is oh. me and you. This show is me and you. So that's just what it is. So that's just what it is. Because I mean, it's gonna be funny. It'll be funny because people will probably look at me and they'll be like, "Bitch, you're really light skinned." Like, and I don't even see it. Like, so so back in high school, they'd be like, "Oh, uh, Tamara's light," and I'm like, "No, Gina is light. Martin and Gina." Gina is light-skinned. I didn't even perceive her as a light-skinned person. What did you conceive her as? Gina? Gina. From Martin and Gina? Yeah. What's your, Tisha Campbell. Tisha, wait. Tisha Campbell. Like, Tisha is G- Gina, right? Gina. What's um, Pam's name? T- 
Tanisha Arnold. Tanisha Arnold. Okay. So between Tanisha and Pam, I mean, yeah, Tanisha and and Tisha. Tisha, uh huh. Yes, Tisha is light skinned. But I didn't perceive her as for real light skinned. Why? I just thought she was a black girl. I I I actually put her and 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 Pam on the same level. In complexion? In blackness. Well just, see, I don't even do what is that? Oh my god. In blackness? I, what does in, that even mean? In my head, I don't I actually consider Nusa Nusa people light skinned and everybody else is black. And then I get that because black folks come in a lot of different shades. Right, right. So I didn't perceive her as light skinned, probably because she's the same complexion as me. So I was like, she's black. Well, Tisha Campbell is not the same complexion as you, because Tisha Campbell's palm of her hand and the top of her hand are like the same color. Do you know? I passed her or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think I I don't think so. I really feel like she is. I don't think so. I mean, from school days? No, I don't think so. You remember her from school days? No. But I don't think so. Where's another phone so we can show you? But, okay, so then, okay, another issue. Uh, not issue. This, uh, this is some more just like random light skin issues. So, um, growing up, I was also a fairly um, social teenager. <laughs> That's the word I'll use. And so, when guys would call, uh-huh. and they'd like, bring your friends. Uh-huh. I remember specifically this. And so this is another thing that I um, I even talked about because there's also, I'm going to get to the story, but I want to say this first. Do you think sometimes that complexion is overwritten by features? So if you're a fair-skinned woman, but you have a Negro nose and Negro lips and 4C hair, does your lights, does your privilege still yes. win? It gets, you, it gets you a little bit further than a dark-skinned woman. With Negro features. And it gets you further than a dark-skinned woman with Anglo features. With a small nose and a cute Cupid Cupid mouth. With a weave? A dark-skinned girl? A dark-skinned girl with European features and a weave. Yeah, that's about the same as an ugly, light-skinned girl. Bitch, you said ugly. Why she gotta be an ugly, light-skinned girl? Because she has African features. I'm just telling you. you no, you're not telling me. You're telling me who you are. <laughs> no. No. But, no. No. Just want to make sure I'm saying no. When I say ugly, I mean, yes. I'm, I'm classifying them as, as African. With African features. With black That's features. Okay. We can't be the podcast that says African features are ugly. We can't. We can't. Fix I am. Fix it, Jesus. I'm not fixing it, because that's what I said. What am I going to say? I didn't mean ugly, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you, yeah, that fixed it. (laughs) (laughs) But so, I think that that, because I did get some, I probably still get some light-skinned wins. Right. But I've been natural since 95. You mean your hair has been? I've been yeah, I've been wearing. I've worn and my hair. And you get some, you get some leeway because you're light skinned and natural. A black girl, a dark skinned girl that's natural does not get as much leeway as you get. What's leeway from who? From the corporate America, from white folks. I ain't never been. Sorry, I'm not gonna even talk about it then. I don't know. 
because we could disagree a day. We can disagree for days and days. Right, right. Um, but for my so, okay. So here's another story. So just like you said, you didn't really even know if you were didn't didn't consider yourself light skin or dark skin or whatever. When I realized that light skin was a thing, is when it came to boys, because they would call and they'd be like, "Oh, who's your friend? Who's your friend? Who who you gonna bring? Who you gonna bring?" And I would be like, I had two friends at this time, and I had I had one homegirl that looks just like me, mm-hmm. same body, but she's chocolate. Mm-hmm. She always got pulled. Just FYI, my my I have not experienced my chocolate girlfriends not pulling and not succeed. Like one of my best friends from high school, she's chocolate, um, milk chocolate or dark chocolate. And I really have an issue calling. Well, okay. Well, she's brown. Right. Um, she's brown. I I don't know how else to explain it to you, but I'm not going to say she's dark skin because I've met people several shades darker than she is. Give me a celebrity to. Uh, uh, Missy Elliott, lighter than Missy Elliott, darker than Missy Elliott. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep darker going. than Missy Elliott. Maybe Pam? like. Maybe like a Pam. Like a Tanisha Arnold, but like a really smooth, pretty brown. That had like a red undertone to it, and she, her hair was um, jet black mm. too. So, either way, she always pulled boys. She knew how to pull herself together and talk all corporate and everything else. She succeeded through college, through professions. Same thing with my other uh, dark skin or uh, brown skin homegirl. Most of my brown skin homegirls that are chocolate brown, like a that are like Martin color mm-hmm. to freaking, you know. I don't even know who to tell you. Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes. Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. Like, into your darker browns. Maybe because of how they were raised or whatever, they had a certain level of confidence with them. So they always did cool. I never seen my... I mean, just because I never seen it doesn't mean it didn't happen. But, back to the story. Okay, I was going to say, we got to circle Wrap it back. Up. Wrap it up. <laughs> so, the girl, I was like, oh, she looked like me. Just brown skin. And usually, she was cool when we could come. But then I had another homegirl that straight off the back, I'm going to tell you right now, she was not attractive. Right. I knew she wasn't attractive, but we needed a third. <laughs> so when they would ask me, they'd be like, what's your other homegirl look like? And I would just play into niggas. Niggas are dumb. Yeah. In high school in the 90s. I was like, she got curly hair. What kind of curly hair? Like spirally curls. It's long? Yeah. She light? Yeah, she's light-skinned. And she has green eyes. Oh, yeah, bring her. How tall is she? I was like, she's like 5'6". Oh, she bad. I know she bad. Was she bad? Oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did she really have all those things? Yes. But she was just ugly. She just was not very attractive. Uh-huh. Her jawline, the structure of her face, right, was, was not appealing. She was not symmetrical. <laughs> because you know that's what they say. Yeah, if you're symmetrical, then you're attractive. No yeah. matter what your features look like, uh-huh. if your if your face is symmetrical, then you're, attractive. you're appealing. Yeah, yeah. She was not symmetrical, and this was the this was what tenth grade. So her acne was popping. Oh, that um, was me. You know, so, you know, she, she didn't know how to, she didn't really dress well. 
because <laughs> she was taller than us and already had like a woman body and she was like still dressing different. Like, so, you know, they felt stupid when we pulled up. <laughs> and I said it, I was like, you know, you shouldn't be so easily into curly hair, light skin, what every nigga wants. Right. That's a quote of mine from my own poem. I didn't mean to quote myself. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. So okay. That to have another story. I probably have another story. I'm telling you, I didn't want to talk about colorism, but I, it's deep. It's deep rooted. It's deep rooted. It's hard to solve. I, it's well, not solvable. We can't solve it. We can't solve it. You and me can't solve it. We're not gonna come up with the, 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 the solution. Right now. <laughs> this is the- <laughs> so of course we're not gonna solve it. The nationwide thing right now. But we do need to come up with some solutions or some tactics for raising kids in this world of colorism. Hmm. Do you have any? I have a dark-skinned boy and a light-skinned girl. And I have. We go to rainbow. My husband is dark-skinned, and my complexion, I'm light, light-skinned. Mm-hmm. And my kids go from his complexion all the way up to me. But so in your realm of there's only dark skin or light skin, They're all have- black. <laughs> I guess that's the issue. So what are you going to teach them? I have no idea that they're all gorgeous and worthy of love and respect and that they all black, no matter how light skinned you are. You know what I'm going to teach my kids? What? That this planet has a global hatred of black skin. Well, yeah, that too. They will. That's what I will tell them. And I've told Agala several times. I was like, listen, dude, you're going to probably be a six foot Dark skinned black you man. Why putting six foot on this boy? Because he's gonna. His dad is five eleven. My dad is six two. All of his cousins. Everybody is but tall. But you like five feet. I'm just me. <laughs> like that's just me. Everybody else is tall. <laughs> like, don't, and why you keep? Why do you keep sprinkling your hate on my children's height? <laughs> A guy is gonna take one of your tall girls to some dance, okay. and he's gonna be the same height as them. Just okay. watch. That's a very low chance. <laughs> Maybe Karina. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my pip squeak. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but either, I mean, but I've definitely, I've told him, I was like, you're going to be a tall black guy. And with being a tall black man in this country, I said, people may be afraid of you. For no, for for nothing no reason at all. Done. So I don't know if I'm going too far. I haven't really started much with Samaya. Um, I might be fucking her up a little bit because... <laughs> I don't really like. I don't really like light skin girls, and I don't want her to have a light skin girl attitude. But you, what's the light? Okay, let's unpack that. <laughs> you see how I still? I don't. I don't know how to say this, but but the well, okay. What's a light skin girl attitude? Ooh, your friend's gonna be mad at me. <laughs> Like an AKA type attitude, like a kind of little stuck up, a little white paper bag, a uh, brown paper bag, a uh, privileged. Yeah, and I, um, oh, well, you know, I'm just so much better, and this is and this and that, and da 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 da. Like anything like that. I wanted to have more of a, of a perspective that you had that right. everybody's black. Right. Because I didn't have that. I had dark skinned girls telling me that I thought I was all that because I was light, and then having to physically fight. 
because of it. That might have been a little bit of your Aquarius attitude going <laughs> on in here. <laughs> well, I don't know, but I did. Because, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I just know that I have. I don't remember any of the light-skinned girls that used to get teased. Having a, didn't fighting? Wanting to fight or fighting. Okay, that could also been some of my Christian privilege kind of thing. Yeah, it might have been that. Might have been that. And then it might have been like, no, not all the light-skinned girls fought. Because some of the light-skinned girls really didn't deal with the, in quotation, niggas. They didn't deal with the black folks. Mm. Some of them... They were above it. They were above it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, they would go... I mean, maybe they... And see, the thing is, it's elementary and high school and middle school. I don't even know. Some of them might have been biracial, and I didn't even know. Um, you know, we just was like, oh, there's a black girl. She don't fuck with us. She must think she all that. Like... <laughs> You know, like, but it's just terrible. So I guess I'm just as bad. Oh God, too much exposure. Yeah, yeah. See, you listen. We all play into the colorism. We do, with without knowing it. I remember specifically saying, "I don't want to have a light skinned daughter. I want to have a chocolate daughter with black hair, so that nobody can ever question her blackness." That because that's something I dealt with too. How do people question your blackness? You're not light-skinned. I, you see? keep saying you light-skinned, but you... <laughs> see? I appreciate you. I see you, sis, and I'm not light-skinned. But when you're walking through La Puente, somebody's going to say, uh, what you mix with? What you mix with? I'm really? Like, oh, my God. I had a whole... I had a whole... Um, I had a whole girlfriend, Okay. In school, she might listen. I followed she. We found each other on Instagram. She's Guatemalan, uh-huh. right? She has full nose, full lips, and these big curls, right? Right. And then you have me. I don't think I have full anything. I'm not. I don't think I have, I have nice full lips, but I don't think I have a full nose. You know. But together, we would walk around, and people would be like, "What do you, What do you mix with?" They're not sure. And they see her and they're not sure. So we told a whole slew of niggas that we had the same dad. And our dad abandoned both of our moms. Her mom is Guatemalan. My mom's black. And our dad is Guatemalan and and black. Like, he's mixed. And so we're all... That's why I speak a little Spanish. (laughs) Um, I had a a whole nigga, a whole nother group of niggas that thought I was Belizean. Because I had found out that there was black people in Belize. And then I had Belize a Belize is full of more black Yeah, people. I mean, now I know. But this was 93, 94. I told them I was Panamanian one time. Because if you just started asking me, and they would start throwing stuff out, I was like, yeah. Sure. I mean, just um, this summer when I was in England, they were like, where are you from? I was like, I'm American. They are like, no, where are you from? Well... Which is probably why we both have African husbands. I get I get a lot of African men hitting on me, a lot, mm. a lot. Like it's. At one point, I was like, "Do I have a certain scent? These motherfuckers are on me like white all right." No, this was like an Arabian dude just at a restaurant serving me. Yeah, he's like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "I'm American." He's like, "Where are you from?" Like, "Where are you? Where are your? Where's your family from?" And then of course I hit him with, uh, "I'm descendant of enslaved Africans in America." <laughs> with the with the blank stare, no, no. Well, not. people ask me all the time when I tell them I'm from Honduras, and they're like, "So, which one of your fam- which one of your parents are from Honduras?" And I'm like, "Both." Both. 
they were black. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Off topic. We're talking about how we, what are we going to do with the kids? So I told Agala, basically, everybody, people don't like uh, black men. And um, he's. What about how his love interests? What do you mean? Have you talked to him about how, um, I don't know. Like, do you think he's interested in light-skinned girls? Do you think he's interested... Does he know? Is he interested only in Mexicans? Is he... I don't think he likes people yet. Oh, he's not interested Yeah, I don't in think that. he's interested in anything in that aspect of it. He knows that he should like a black girl. <laughs> he definitely knows that he should like a black girl. He's, it's very clear. <laughs> I mean, no. He, I mean, in elementary school... He liked a black girl. He did like a black girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> <laughs> like <a> kids. <laughs> oh, we're not keeping y'all as our audience no more. Y'all don't know how to. <laughs> You're not supposed to have commentary. What? No. So how do you guys feel? About? Your color. Do you feel like your color or your complexion is an issue? Oh, because no. she was really fair? Yes. But her mom was white, right? Yeah, like pale. pale. Yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about Miss Cindy. That makes noise on, uh, that you can hear on the recording. So if you're going to do that, you got to go away. I don't think I'm teaching my kids anything really about colorism. I, this is the thing. We haven't had an, a real issue about colorism. Nobody Has anybody teased you guys about the color of your skin? Yes. Who did? All through elementary school. Mexican yeah. kids? Yes. What about other black kids? There was only like one other black girl in our class and she rarely came to school, so no, not really. Yeah, so so then what's like... So I don't that's know more what, like I don't know racism. It, that's like racism. But then at the same time, it all goes back to the global hatred of black skin. That's true. You know what I mean? At the right. at the end of the day, in all of these cultures, they don't like the darker skinned one because they seem more like Africans and they seem more black. Or they Whatever. seem less white. I guess. If we want to talk about white people and we want to make them the center of the shit to be, I guess. <laughs> well, they've made themselves the center of the shit to be. But to make my point as the global hatred of blackness, then... It's because they seem more black. It's the same way that if an Asian girl is going to date outside of her race. Anybody but a black is okay. Anybody but a black is okay. Yeah. It's not even just Asians. I think that's in like a lot of different cultures. I guess we can take a poll. But. Oh, no. I'm, I'm absolutely sure any other race would rather you date any other race than a black person. Black person. A black guy. Especially a black guy. No, I don't think a black guy matters as much as a black woman. I think oh, really? I think that people have real issue because culture is passed down through, through the, the mother. Woman. I think so too. And so when your son comes home with a black woman, it's like, wait, you're not you're about to make my 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 line is about to turn black. Yep. Because Thomas Jefferson, right? <laughs> Come on, right? <laughs> Poor Sally May. No, that's the that's the lone people. <laughs> Hemmings, Sally Hemmings, Sally Hemmings. Yeah. So I mean, 
the other thing is that I try not to make it an issue yeah. in our household. Although we had, when the girls were little, there was a conversation. My oldest, Ariana, was like, we're sitting around the dining room table. And she said, so first there's mommy, then there's Jojo, then there's Karina, then there's me, then there's Poppy. That's how the, the colors, <laughs> color spectrum. That's how the color spectrum goes. Yes, you said that. But she used to do that. And then one time she asked me, what is a Hispanic or a Mexican? And I said, you know, like this girl and this girl and this girl in, at school. And she said, oh, you mean short? <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. But that's kind of cool, though, because that means that they're not really focused on it. No. Yeah. I don't think it becomes an issue until like high school. Or if there's a severe difference, like if you're a white woman raising a mixed child and your mixed child came out black, more black than white, then they can look and say, what's different? What's different? I guess that's a thing. I think in my house, um, I think we probably focus too much on color, if I'm just being honest, Mm -hmm. because when my daughter was born, she was so light. She had freckles. She was so light, you could see the blue veins in her forehead. The way you talk and you act like that doesn't happen all the time with these white babies. I don't know white babies. I know. I'm telling you. That's they happen. That's how white babies come out looking. So the nurses were like, wow. Because I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting in there pretty brown. Right. You know, mom's husband's sitting in there pretty brown. And this little light baby come out. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, dang. And here come my daddy. Oh, yeah. We got one. Got one for my team. Yeah. Oh, that's my baby, right? He cut me when I say he celebrated the light skin of my baby for years. I mean, he. So, what do you say to him? Does he say that in front of your dark skinned son? Does he say that in front of her so that she's getting the impression that there is a prize to be light skinned? Yes. And you haven't corrected him? Well, no, because the prize is somebody look like him because he's the only light nigga in the whole family and Samaya. <laughs> so he's 74, right? Yeah. And he is pale skinned. That's what we call him. So I'm going to just be blunt with how we call colors. <laughs> so he pale skin. He right. white skin. We don't call him light skin. We call him white skin because he's really light, right? <laughs> and so he thought Samaya was going to stay there with him. But she didn't. No, she's she, about your complexion she, now. Exactly. She's browned up a lot more. Mm-hmm. So he's still alone in that boat. But when I say he's the only one, his sisters, his brother, his mom, and his children are all darker than him. And by shades, like, I'm like brownish, but like his brother is... Blue, black, like black, black. Don't don't fuck with them genetics, man. Like everybody, there's there's a lot of color in our in the in the spectrum of it. So we probably focus on it, but not in the way like realizing that it would affect the kids. Kind of just kind of in the house because mm-hmm. for a long time they called me silver. Why? Uh, that was just the color that they chose that I was. <laughs> and then they said I was golden. Wow! I never. I used to get. <laughs> We used to get in the um, summer, like, oh, you went out and you, you're too black now. 
from the from the summer sun. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of com- conversations I used to have, which never, which is why I never thought I was light skinned because I was like, well, yeah, okay. And yeah, no, yeah, it was. I mean, I guess colorism. It's it's so deep, y'all. Because my grandmother, um, is really fair skinned. She's white skinned too. She's pastel, so she was really white skinned. Her, gr- her grandmother mm-hmm. was a white lady, and her grandfather was a Native American man, mm-hmm. right? And then her mother married a a, a black man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she was born of a Native American and white and black person, right? Like, something like that. Right. But either way, she would go out on trips with her grandmother, who was a white woman. Mm-hmm. And she would go as a, her, a little white, white girl. girl. And yeah. they would go and just live their life, all the greatness. And then my uncle came. Mm-hmm. And, and Uncle Benny came out black skin. He came out dark. Right. And then she tried to do the same thing and take them both. And that's when it was like, whoa, whoa. So I've been hearing these type of color stories since my grandma was alive, since forever. Like, she told me that story. Right. So I've always known that there is some privilege in this country with being light. But I've also seen it as, like, um, a ways to a, me- a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get in and you can do this. And this is how you could help. Right, right. You know, like a Trojan horse almost, or like a spy. Right. So I seen myself as that type of light-skinned girl. Not the pretty, light-skinned, sassy light-skinned girl. I was the, li- I was the light-skinned girl like, oh yeah, you're going to get me in here and I'm going to bring all the niggas in. But you are not light. I keep going back to that. It's <laughs> so funny. I'm, I'm fine. Listen, FYI, I'm very fine with not being considered light. It's just so funny to me. To, I'm like... I don't. That's not my light. No, I am not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is my perception. Take a poll. Am I light? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You like Mexican white? Mm. Yeah. There is a full blood Mexican person in Pasadena that's darker than you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I still. Consider myself a light skinned black person. Then don't. You ain't got, listen. Ain't nobody forcing you to do shit. Hey. <laughs> so shout out to Rap Sucks Radio because I was listening to their podcast today <laughs> and it was funny. And he was talking about trans something and I told him I was trans financial. You know, I, <laughs> I see myself as a very wealthy woman. <laughs> so you can be you can be dark skinned. No, I'm not light skinned. And you're not dark skinned. And I'm not dark skinned. I'm regular. You sound like these white people at work. <laughs> what? The, the, the white people at work will say stuff. I'll be like, um, who's who's uh, Jack? And I'm like, uh, and they'll say, oh, you know, he's over there. And I was like, you know, what does he look like? You know, he's just regular white, you know. Yeah. They I hit know. me with that one. And I was like, what? How's, how's, how's white regular? regular? Yeah, I know. I know. It's human. What? I don't have any acts. I talk so much about this colorism stuff. My eyebrows are going to be all scrunched together for the rest of the night. Because you're going to think about it so hard. Yeah, because I'm going to just think about it a lot. Because it really does bother me. I know I do not want my daughter to feel stuck up or anything. I don't want her to end up getting gassed because she's light-skinned. Because it's a, it's a, it's a fucking hoax. If you get gassed that you're a cute light-skinned girl from 8 
to like 19 or 20. Then you hit college. Like you hit college and people started hollering at you. You hit college and you realize that you ain't, that you are only light skinned. You're not light skinned and fly. You're not light skinned and tall. <laughs> You're not light skinned and dress well. You just pale skinned. Right. And, and so what's that When you to... get into the world of people, it doesn't really do shit for you. Yeah. So, I agree with you, right? Like, if you make a child's self worth all about the color of their skin, light skinned yeah. or dark skinned, yeah. it's going to fuck them up. Yep. So, again, so I guess my parenting hack is to make sure that you feed their self-worth, their self-esteem by other things. Yeah. You know, not just the color of your skin, not just the... Texture of your hair. Texture of your hair. Or your eye color. Right? Oh, see, you hitting all the light skin buzzwords. (laughs) And (laughs) how tall you are, how big your booty is, how Mm -hmm. high, how big your breasts are. It should... Specifically about the exterior. Yes. You know? Yeah. It should also be about things like the interior. Yeah. If you create a... If you build up the inside of a person, the outside, the inside shines through. Right. Like your friend who was all the light-skinned buzzwords, but was ugly on the inside. Because she was just a mean girl. Oh, you know, what was that? Shallow Hal? Shallow Hal. I love that movie. (laughs) Oh, I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Right? Yeah. So... I feel that. I mean, and then also just preparing your black children to live in this world. As long as we're going to still be living in America, they also still need to know that it exists. That it exists. So it's not about focusing on it. It's just understanding that, you know, we might be raising you in this way where it's all one lovey and it's all peace and blessing and joy and, and heart. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to dispose you into the regular world right. with these people that are going to have prejudice. Feel or a way judgments about, about yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. Because there's definitely going to be somebody that's going to say somebody is not cute just because of their color. Right. Or they're cute just because of their color. Or they're cute just because of the color. So. Because people ain't going to raise you like, as woke as we raising you. There's still going to be people who are asleep. Very. Yeah. That sucks, man. We can't wake everybody up at the same time. That would be dangerous. That would be dangerous. It could be beautiful, but... Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. But my house, my house, you know, my house gonna have its own little issues of colorism and shit, you know. <laughs> it's just what it is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I Sometimes I hate that we are the stereotypical, like, we're the stereotype. A lighter-skinned mom, a dark-skinned dad, a dark-skinned son, a light-skinned daughter. Ah, we're the proud family. Like, <laughs> Is that the proud family? No. That's not the proud family. That's like all of the other families with Tisha Campbell and all of these shows, Bernie Mac show. That's right. It's mm-hmm. always been dark skinned men. Has been and, and light skinned women. And light skinned women. Yeah. The Cosby's. The Cosby's. I feel like a stereotype. But I like I I I dated all kind of dudes, but I knew I was marrying a dark skinned man. <laughs> so when I married my husband, I thought I was gonna have a bunch of dark skinned babies. Me too. Because he's African. I was like there is no way that my that water, my little jeans is gonna that man, my watered down skin is gonna fuck with his pure African, African blood. Man, then I started meeting his pure African blood family, and they had so many different complexions. They had some light lights. I was like, nothing we could do here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I have beautiful children. You do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> 
And yeah, I did, although there was this one Instagram, Facebook video where this little dark skinned girl said, I'm never going to get married to her mom. She said it to her mom and her mom was like, why not? And she says, because boys only like light skinned girls. And her mom was like, what do you mean? And she says, you and dad, you're light skinned. Auntie such and such, she's light skinned. Yeah. So and so is light skinned. Yeah. Like how do you fucking prepare them for that? Right. But then, so, and I was thinking the same thing because when I had Aria, I was like, ooh. That was around the same time when she was like two or three. I was like, oh my God, it's gonna. And then I looked around at our other friends and examples of couples that I know, and it's not true for for me, for the people in her life. In her life, yeah. There are dark skinned women that are married to light skinned men, there are dark skinned women married to dark skinned men. Light skinned women married to dark skinned men. Mm-hmm. Goes all the ways, all the ways around. I haven't even gotten to that. I don't know. Do you know what she said? She said, "Sucks to be you." When you pointed out the that the property is like, it was a joke. Cut it out. I, I, I was joking. Ari just can't take a joke. I will not take that joke. I don't know how jokey, jokey that that could be, Jojo. But Zach, that it's kind of what we're talking about, though. So let's talk. Because it was a joke, but the joke was based in colorism. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but these are the, but these are the, no. And that's the thing. It's not racist. It's just the small things that we don't even notice that we're doing or saying to each other other about complexion. To be honest, I'm probably two shades darker. I just don't put on all of the lotion. <laughs> but just so the the point of this conversation today is to think about those things that you say to people. Yeah. And you know, even like sometimes people say things about my kids like again the summer thing and getting dark. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, isn't it gorgeous? Look at how beautiful their skin is." Or you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But it's still how do they hear it? I mean, well, you know, I would prefer if nobody commented on any physical parts of any of myself or my children, period. That would be... Full stop. Like, I would just like you not to do it. I love this full stop shit. Full <laughs> stop. Like, I just wish... I've like, added to your lexicon. Yes, you did. Because <laughs> I'm like, you don't need to tell me I look thin. You don't need to tell me I look thick. You don't need to tell my daughter she looks light-skinned or she's cute because she's light-skinned or I see your little red hair. I love your red hair. Or right. what do they say to a girl? You're so chocolate. You're going to be fine when you get older. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Actually. Right. I believe you. Yes, Jojo. Well, um, while you were on your rant, um, you said, um, I don't want, I like your red hair as a compliment. What are the compliments that you wouldn't like to hear? Yeah, none of it. But, um, my only comment is that her red hair is, like, very unique and nice. So yeah, red hair is actually like pretty rare. It would not probably. No, it's not going to stop. But I think what my my point is, is like, do people comment on your hair? Your hair is so pretty. This blonde uh, color. Yeah. Right? Um, so what if one day you woke up and your hair was now this red-brown color? Uh. <laughs> right. No There's no offense to it, but you've gotten so used to feeling special, special. because of this hair color oh. that if it goes away... 
and it's not there, are you not special anymore? Um, no. You're still special, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the part. I want her, I want you to find out what's special about you from yourself. Right. Not from somebody else. Right. Not from the comments not of from others. The, not from the peanut gallery of people <laughs> with their mean? opinions. You. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so wait. What do you want to say? Well, um, I heard you talking about um, parenting hacks. and I Jojo, don't, don't you dare. A good one? Um, probably a better one. Okay, we're listening. You haven't heard ours, so you yeah, can't so say it's better. It's not better or good, but go ahead. Um, sure. Um, Speak so, up, project. Um, so, getting kids to fall asleep. Is that what we're going to talk about here? Don't stand on the couch. Hack would be to like turn off all the lights in like complete darkness and a white noise machine. It works. Do you use this on yourself? No. But don't you have a white noise machine in your room? Mm Mm-hmm. And it helps you fall asleep? But you don't like to turn the lights off. Yeah. Because a burglar could come in and all and see. Yeah, she's very paranoid. (laughs) But, so JoJo's parenting hack is a white noise machine. White noise machine. And you know, what's funny about that. White noise machine. Um, a go- so we have a, um, like a humidifier or something. There's a humidifier and an air purifier in these kids' room. But the air purifier, because I thought it was a humidifier when I bought it. So right, it's right. here. But it makes that white, the, that the, white the, noise humming sound. And a gala will be like, can you turn it on? And I'm like, it's too loud. And he's like, he's, I just like it on. Because he likes the white noise. He likes the white noise to sleep. There's people who like, who can only sleep with fans on and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's a good hack. That's a good, that's a good hack. I mean, that's a good hack for everyone. That's not really a parenting hack. Oh, I can't have that in my room. I can't. I, can't. I mean, I think, if you, I think if you're suffering from insomnia and you can't go to sleep, this is a good hack to try. I saw it on a blog. Yeah. People will now find out about it from the podcast. I have comments. A comment? A comment. Come on, Tay. But, so, I would just turn off all the lights and then close my eyes and eventually I would fall asleep. Even if I was scared, it would just stop. Because, like, before I hated sleeping in the dark. Now I don't mind it as much. Even with my window open. A closing? Nope. It's fine. Nope. Do we need to do anything for closing? We already have a thank you. And we have a thank you for listening to Rally Bougie Mama. Do we have that? I don't know. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can we say no, 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 just no, no, be no. really quiet. This is Lil. And this is Tam. And thank you. Thank you for listening today. Oh, I thought we were going to do thank you for listening to Barely Bougie Mama. No, we already did that at the beginning. That's whack. Well, that's bookends. Oh, God. Fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Barely Bougie Mamas. <laughs> you guys are tormenting yourself. <laughs>
Always remember, you're the right parent for, for your, your child. child.